Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Three, Phil Arroyo. Two, one. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, what, I'll have what? to make a note to myself. That, <laughs> oh man, that clap was bad. We're so not good at this. What are you ta- That's okay. I heard it on. I heard it exactly on time. You said you said four, three, two, one, and then clapped, right? I clapped yeah. on the one. Well, that I heard it when I clapped, so that just tells you the delay. I don't know. Did I you heard just, your did clap you just with time my time. Fuck me, sir. I just time fucked you. You just time fucked. Yes, I did. All these years Absolutely. been doing this. I, I, I've used my extensive knowledge from second. all the, the time travel scenarios and all the time travel films that I've seen and just And time you time fucked, fucked me, you goddamn time fucker. <laughs> that's that's a cool name for uh for something, time fucker. Anyways, uh <laughs> I we're like that as like really a like a comic <laughs> or something like that. Like time fuckers. Yeah. It could be like something like Yeah, just really like out there, you know, I'm thinking like uh been watching a lot of Adult Swim lately, so I'm thinking Adult Swimmy, you know, just terrible kind of animation, very raunchy, over the top, you know, time fuckers, like uh, uh, a bunch of like BDSM people, like travel through time and like, uh, I don't know, beat up Hitler and shit like that. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like I want to start this over just a little bit. Well, too late for that. We already got time fuckers going on. Well, fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, well, let's see. Cause, yeah, no, what's up, man? Know. Let's start fresh. What's up, Yeah. Man? Eddie. Oh, wait. You're starting fresh right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> give, give it like you a little You have got to keep up. You know what, sir? Yes. You just got what? time fucked. Boom. I just... <laughs> Boom. Oh, God. This is fucking embarrassing. You know, cause the time Eddie fucker was actually... has become the time fucked, my friends. Eddie yes. was actually talking to me. And, and now we can't what... edit any of this shit. Oh no! Good job, <laughs> good job. Eddie was t- time fucked. What do you mean we can't edit any of this shit? <laughs> because now we're talking so much about this dumb shit that happened when we made a mistake. We kind of got to leave it in. So, all right, uh, let's keep on rolling right. then. Let's start the show. Oh. Welcome to the Save My Okay, boom. What's going on, man? How's your week been? My week was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, dude, I, I've i got a couple things to say about a couple of films I saw. I saw three separate movies, but, you know, we could get into that in a little bit after whatever. Well, it's but Oscar season. Like, is it? Yeah. They just announced the I, Oscar uh, nominees yesterday. Another um, round of he, a lot of white faces. And, That's uh, the, the, the main <laughs> takeaway from that. Um, no, I haven't seen a bunch of these. Like, uh, The Joker got, like, the most Oscar nods, and I have not seen it, so I can't um, comment too extensively on that, but I was surprised. Really? I, 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 th- I didn't think it was uh, that level or caliber of movie, just by the way people have talked about it and things like that. Oh, really? What have you heard? I've heard nothing but amazing things, minus a couple... Uh, harsh reviews from people that were just, I guess, perceiving it in a much different way than 
the way that everybody else happened to be uh, seeing it. So I, I've heard a lot of great things oh. about it, actually. Oh, yeah. No, I've so heard a lot of really heard? good things about it. I just did not expect it to be, um, you know, like an Oscar movie. It seemed like more of like a, a summary, poppy movie. Like, not like one that typically gets put up for Oscar consideration. You know what I mean? That was the part oh. that threw me off more than anything else. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's good or bad. I okay, heard cause, uh, every different opinion from all sorts of people who I respect and don't respect. And yeah. so I, I do not know what to make of it. So I, I would be going into that movie with zero expectations because I do want to see it still. But yeah, yeah that I mean, I'm waiting to most. see it. Interesting. I, I kind of thought it was going to be like that because people were saying that it was it was kind of like a modern day taxi driver, which I could see as being on the more serious side of things, you know, definitely second runner up for most nominations was the Irishman. So yeah, there you go. I guess, I guess you're, uh, I guess you're kind of spot on there with that analysis. So that was the second. Okay. And then, uh, anything else? Uh, Oh, that was the uh, only two that I remember off the top of my head. I do have all of the, the, uh, nominations written out here. Um, because I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this or not, or if anybody would give a shit or if I can make this interesting, but uh, yeah, no. the The point is, that I have not seen most of the movies here. But like, okay, um, what is uh, Midsummer on there for anything? Oh, let's go. Or Midsummer. Um. Oh, I feel like you I saw read... that somewhere. But um, you let's, let's the go with Best list. Picture. Okay, let's go with Best Picture. Okay. So you get an idea of the all the recurring stories here. Um, okay. Nineteen Seventeen. Ford versus okay. Ferrari. Joker. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite, uh-huh. The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. Huh. I have seen, I think, half of those? Almost? I'd say about half of those for myself. Uh, yeah, they're... I mean, uh, yeah, The Irishman was great, good. I would say it was really good. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe it was just a year that wasn't so hot. I'm surprised 1917's already in there. I think so. I, I think uh, did, you know. Sometimes I wonder if it's like, if it's like, oh, we're because I mean, the whole process of the Oscars is inherently political. It's not really like a. Excuse me. Oh, that was cute. Um, it's not really like a uh, you know a meritocracy over there. I mean, it's a whole campaign. They take out ads, they do all this stuff, and then it's just people voting, people who are in the um, you know in the academy, and right. nothing. There's no real like guidelines over why they should vote for what they did. I mean, fucking people vote for stuff because they think it should win, or you know, or because they like this person, or maybe they worked with this person, or something like that. I mean, right, fucking, sure, I'm sure. sure there's a bunch of underhanded, like, hey, I'll, you know, I'll give you this if you vote for me for this, that kind of thing. So it's like all of this stuff is inherently meaningless. And I don't know why I actually do find it interesting, even the like <laughs> political part of this. And I think it just puts a good, eh, it puts a spotlight on like the movies of the last year. You know what I mean? Right. And that like, I like having this conversation. I could give less of a fuck about like the actual ceremony i like getting mad about things if you couldn't tell it's like a recurring theme here and so i i choose to care about this enough and to like compartmentalize like like if somebody else told me that they gave a lot of a shit about an oscar i would just judge the hell out of them and so i'm just really trying to compartmentalize those two parts about myself so i can continue to have this conversation because for some reason it 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 does bring me joy but um sure yeah no i think was good i'm wondering if it was like a 
oh, this looks like it's probably the last time you guys are all going to do something, so we're just going to give it to you. But I don't know. It was a good movie. I think I think it could be up for consideration, but I, I don't think I would vote for it for anything. Right. That's kind of what I mean. Even though I yeah. liked it, I thought it was a good movie. I wouldn't say it was like an oh my God sort of movie that like this was just mind-blowing and that the performances were out of this world. Like the performances were pretty, you know, up to par with everything that we've already seen from all of these guys before. And it's yeah. not that we don't love it, that we're not entertained by it. It's just that it didn't really wow me, uh, you know, and that's why I was kind of asking about that other movie. Cause I, I don't really know or pay attention to the Oscars and I haven't, I kind of um, am one of those people that just is like, yeah, I, I shrug my shoulders. Like, what does it matter? Like I, I had, I don't have the same taste as those people do clearly based on like yeah. people who won in the past. So uh, it's just, and I it's guess so many you know, times those people don't have the taste for the things that they voted for. They just think it, you know, seems important, you know? So, right. Yeah. Uh, sure. I take it for what it is. But sure, what was, sure. it, what, what was and, wait, what, what was the movie you asked? I don't see it actually anywhere on here. So uh, there was a movie called Midsummer, Midsummer. I think that's like Midsummer, Mis- Midsummer. Yeah. But it's like spelled like they. It's it's read like in in the Swedish the Swedish way. Mid M I D S O M M A R. Dude, that movie. I mean, maybe I guess why I, I I guess I know why it wouldn't be in there. It's not a movie for everybody. And it will fuck you up, bro. What, <laughs> like, what is this movie? I, you know, it's just, I guess it's a horror movie. I, I guess we could just simply say that it's a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie. It is not like anything. Hello? Did you watch Hereditary by chance? Hello? Um, can you hear no, I didn't. Um, so, okay. It, it, it seemed they, a, little, uh, a little too rapey on its face for my taste. But Hereditary? Yeah. Or am I what thinking of It Follows? I think I'm thinking uh, of it follows. Yeah, there's not really right. anything that has to do with rape in this particular movie. Um, so Hereditary was, I guess, I don't want to say the first movie by this director named Ari Aster. Um, but he, I actually saw them backwards. There was two movies in the last couple of years that have come out that people have just been freaked the fuck out by. And the first one was uh, back in 2018. It was called Hereditary. And it is in the same... You know, it's it's from the same mold of all those other uh, spirit, paranormal, like, or, or, you know, rituals and like, like, uh, you know, fucking ghosts and a haunting type horror films. But it exceeds the level of all of those other ones, because this one actually scared the fuck out of me. And, you know, like, like legitimately watching it myself, it scared the fuck out of me. Um, and. It, it's a, it was it was well done and fucking just really made me jump and get shivers in my spine and shit. And that wasn't even the, the, the gnarliest one, though. He came out a year later and followed up with this movie called Midsummer, And I saw that one first on Saturday night. And I was just fucked up, dude. I was like, wow, this was it was so unique. You know, I it's. Well, I'm the, looking at this here. The blurb is a couple traveled to Sweden to visit their friend's rural hometown for its fabled midsummer festival. But what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Oh, that sounds like yeah. shit right there. Dude, but like it's so it's it's not so much that you're you like you know that bad shit's gonna happen. And that's not even a spoiler. Like if you don't get that. Hold kind on, a of, horror movie where you know, bad shit happens? Right, like I'm Jesus talking Christ, about. Jesus Christ, man! Why <laughs> even bother watching it now? 
you know that these kids are going to this place and you know that there's going to be shit that's gone on to them. They're not going to make it out, but you don't know how and you don't <laughs> expect like the way that this director just fucks with you, dude. Like, first of all, I've never seen a film that actually really made me feel like I was also on shrooms for part of it. You know, like not even Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas had me tripping to that extent. Like they did this this one scene where they were on shrooms as a group, like shrooming together and the, and like everything from just the subtle, the music and the, just the subtle um, visuals that the, the camera tricks that they would play <clears throat> that made you question. And I, of course, I was stoned out of my mind when I was watching this. So okay. it really enhanced it. And I felt that well, come though, for I, the I, pagan I felt cult that... and stay for the like mushroom trip hyper realism. Well, there's so that, yeah, that's like the start of it where it kind of gets you, you know, it gets you feeling shit. It, it, it really makes you, uh, you know, it, 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 that's like a warm up part to it that gets your, your, your blood going, I guess. But then it just starts to fuck you up with some of the weirdest, shit and it seems very real and it makes you question things because you're like well you know I, I mean i don't really even know how to continue without fucking it up or spoiling it for anybody as well as yourself i want you to see it i want yeah, you to tell me what you think i will just say that it's the, <laughs> i will not time fuck you i promise we already time fucked off for like five minutes in the beginning <laughs> of this episode so yeah uh it's the brightest scary movie that you will ever see in your life like there is no okay. darkness because it's literally it literally uh is during uh the s summer solstice god damn so that it's... is that is a really <laughs> interesting like point there yeah oh and man you can't that's that, a fun that's challenge like, you... can you make a good horror movie like with no darkness with everything yes. that's well lit oh yeah oh, basically and it titillated sir yeah, it's like you can't escape it, even if you wanted to. You have to watch it. Shut up, Ooh, Alexa. Oh, shit. Okay, you just sold the fuck out of it for me. Okay. Yeah, I am so check it out. Super. Check dumb. it out. And, and, you know, give it, like, you know, go into it, actually, just, you know, no expectations. Fuck with everything I just said. Tell me what you think. On, on mushrooms. Check, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that Got too. It. And then after, you know, complaining about both of these movies and how I wasn't going to be able to sleep for two nights in a row jeffrey who everybody knows from our shows are he's been on three of our podcast episodes recommended to me the lighthouse which i had been wanting to see oh That's is that that, with... that uh willem dafoe and uh, uh yes uh robert pattinson yes yes i saw that and that one is not as scary per se it is not as horrifying and oh. keeping you on the edge of your seat it was supposed but... to be a scary movie it, it is a psychological thriller. Okay. So there, there are parts to it that are creepy as fuck. Don't get me wrong. There are parts to it uh, that really, I mean, you know, because that being stuck in ahead. a lighthouse of Willem Dafoe sounds creepy as fuck, no matter what you do. They could have just been fucking staring at each other's eyes for a couple hours. That would have been weird. Yeah, it, it did definitely get weird at parts because, I mean, the pacing of the movie or the the way the story would unfold it was like you, you were just kind of like really like what's going on for real here because you know it, it i i don't know you, you it just really goes from one thing to the other in the way that they are acting and it's it's done in a way you know cinematically that i haven't seen uh probably ever maybe there's been one other movie that's been black and white 
like this throughout the whole movie and then had some sequences that are just really, you know, a little bit more artistic than your average film. That was Pi. Have you ever seen Pi? Uh, it was a movie about this like math, this uh, math genius guy that was like actually tortured by his talents and everybody was trying to come and get him, get at him for his fucking knowledge. Anyways, that's a pretty good indie film that's shot in all black and white. But this one is also that way. And it, I think that there are definitely some shots that that style of shooting served really well. But a lot of it's just kind of a little bit too dark. So I can mm. imagine, you know, it, it's like. I, I don't know, wear your glasses because uh, it, it could be like super dark and um, and I, I don't know. It, William Defoe did a fucking amazing job. Like he really nailed that, uh, you know, that early century uh, freaking. Oh, um, yeah. He seems like a man at a time. Like and seeing the, like the some beard. seeing clips. Yeah, that beard. Oh, it looked uh, it looked pretty marvelous. There was one scene, and I'm not going to say what happens, but he, they just, the lighting that they get on his face in the black and white is just phenomenal. And it looks like it could be the, like a really iconic poster for, you know, horror films from like back in the day. Like he looked like the Wolfman sort of thing, but his eyes were super intense. And uh, then there's another scene similar in the way that it kind of creeps you the fuck out with, uh, with William Defoe or with Robert Pattinson's face as he's looking in, into the light. But uh, it's definitely a metaphorical movie. Uh, you don't really know exactly what the actual story was supposed, like what the main thing was supposed to be. It's kind of definitely up open to interpretation, which can go into a lot of directions. And I even read up on it and it's, it's really like, they all say the same thing. Yeah, it could mean this or it could mean that. But uh it is. It was a good movie. I definitely would be. I would be surprised if that didn't have some some things at least you know uh, nominated for. It. I, I would be. I was surprised that for best actor, Willem Dafoe's not on there for that. Yeah, it does not appear that it got any kind of nod. Huh. Yeah. I'm Interesting. Looking, I'm looking through here. Yeah, actor. I, I only wrote down actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. But yeah, no, none of them, uh, none of them got the the nod for that one. Wow. Well, and it wasn't I mean, too it, early for the cutoff. I think 1917 was more recent. Yeah, 1917. Like, yeah, I felt like 1917 just came out. Like, I, I think sometimes they can submit like a little bit before or something like that. I know there's a period. Were they, I bet it's because they didn't they want it I to, really, like... Yeah, I, I don't know enough about this. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, yeah, I, I think there's, like, a... Uh, like, probably, like, a... Uh, they, they might have been able to, like, submit it earlier or something like that. Like, before... So, that's, it's kind of like another Birdman thing, though, right? Where, like, it's just one continuous shot, supposedly, throughout the whole film. But it's in a warlike setting. Oh, it instead is? of in a play. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's supposed... It's Yeah, 1917, oh, that's... <laughs> fucking me and Brie are looking at the trailer for that movie. And she's like, yeah. is this trailer just... Just white guys running at the camera, like, the whole time? And there's just explosions <laughs> going on left and right? And then every yes. scene was that. That's what like, the allure oh, of shit. this film is supposed to be. Baby, it's a baby, continuous right. shot. The whole movie <laughs> is them just just white kids running and explosions. Yeah. Honestly, this sounds great. I really want to see it now. Yeah, you were dude. joking, I but mean, I love this. I'm still confused. My buddy was showing me this a few months back and telling me to look out for this movie, but I was still like, 
how can they literally do this whole movie in one shot? That's like impossible. There's got to be like something that fucks up in that whole time. Like, and there, you know, people got to eat. They got like, like they can't, I don't, I guess, I guess <laughs> no, that they, they like, pro- they do stitch it's them just, together, but like that doesn't like the shots are so, always very impressive because it is incredibly right. difficult to do all that. So it's just a series of continuous shots stitched together. Then that's what it has basically, to be. yeah. But like a, okay. but like even a, a eleven minute sequence or some shit like that. Like that sure. is fucking oh, totally. Herculean. That could take a week to get right on its own. Oh, like, for sure. If dude. you're all really, really good, yeah. No, that yeah. shit is incredibly hard to do. For the actors, especially to like be able to just have it all together and not fuck up, you know, and also. These motherfuckers are running like, damn, dude, I and couldn't even like. What if the, yeah. if the camera guy trips or some shit like that? Everything starts totally. over. If the, the totally. effect doesn't go off, everything starts over. Like everybody has to be yeah. on point. Yeah, no, they're a bitch to shoot. Why, so that's my thinking. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, if you, if, if, <laughs> I had to do a, a, a one take project like this uh, at work that's only about a minute long and it's taken us like a month uh and some change so far to get right having to constantly reshoot and stuff like oh yeah it's and there's going to be stitching like it's very very hard to do so fucking hats off to them that's why birdman just fucking blew my mind i love it so much because there like so much of that is uh, basically i think it's like a like a scene change is like the only time where you're really seeing like uh you know the the cuts there but for the most part it is uh it's a play you know it's a really well done sure. play right and that's my thinking as to why they try to sneak it in there for this year because they don't want to wait for a whole fucking year to go around and be like yeah you know for it to be kind of stale they kind of want it like well this is right here now everybody go watch this movie and check it out like it's up for all these awards and uh, oh you know. yeah it's definitely a marketing move it's always a marketing move for these things it's like they, sure. they they literally they lay out their budget and they're like, okay, can we try to get an Oscar nod for this? If we do, you know, that's always good for another, you know, X amount millions in revenue. Like they have all these things fucking, you know, on spreadsheets all kind of mapped out and they figure out things. They kind of work backwards from that. But um, right. yeah, I'm sure it was something like that because that is weird, weird timing. Well, hey, you know, uh, I'm looking hey, forward to seeing that. I st- yeah, I got to see the Joker still. I don't want to say anything uh, about that yet, but it's interesting hearing the different reviews. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised that Midsummer's not on there, man, because that was a really fucking... I mean, for any movie to make you feel that way... like to, Horror movies I've got, usually don't get Oscar but that's what. I, but that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, it was really like... It wasn't like your... It's not like an Eli Roth film where even though it's really fucked up and scary, like, you know, it's kind of campy and there's like... Like, this was, you know, well, I mean, very comedies realistic. don't even really get Oscar nods usually most of the time. True. Like, that's, I mean, a, that's kind of a recent thing. Like, definitely, like, big summer blockbusters never get Oscar nods no matter how good they are. Like, yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff. Like, it's all politics, you know? So I try not to get too, yeah. like, dodgy about it. But, like, that... Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I'm excited to check that shit out. Please, please let me know what you what you guys feel. Do it when you guys are like late at night, smoke some fuck, just get really loaded, get just super high, and just turn off the lights. Maybe light some candles. Uh, you know, <laughs> do do a couple like you know spells and sacrifice shit. Sacrifice a, a rabbit and uh... sacrifice is the key word, my man. Sacrifice yes. is the key word here. 
Yes, that's that's the that's the number one thing you got to do before watching that film. I was fucking um, searching so, the memory banks for a fucking animal poll, and I read Jojo Rabbit, and I went with Rabbit. Which have you seen that <laughs> one? No, but you know oh, I am great. I am curious to see it. It's yeah, great. I've heard. I've heard it was really good. And somebody said it was the first comedy with Hitler. And I'm like, that's actually not true. No, there it's was not. Some other, Famously, there, was some there other... are many comedies with Hitler. Yeah. like well, Oh, that, that was and, a and... great line for you to walk back. She just walked back into the room where I was like, no, bullshit. There are tons of comedies with Hitler in it. Oh, man. I almost wish this was some kind of radio show just so I can imagine somebody just tuning in right at that moment. <laughs> oh. You're off the air. Oh my Quote gosh. Me. Yes. No, there's a long legacy of fantastic comedies starring Hitler. Other than like but in not in the same way where he's like a main character, right? Like you're talking about the producers. Uh, the great dictator, the producers. Um um What's uh, the great dictator? Uh, uh, that was the Charlie Chaplin one. Oh that was okay. the first yeah, one. That was made when Hitler was like still that. Hitler. It was made in like wow. 45. Yeah. Shit. And uh, it was a comedy. Uh, yes. Because I think he played Hitler okay. like a buffoon. I, Got it. Okay. I know I, I had to watch it for a film class, but then I didn't watch it. I watched like a bunch of clips and then I read notes on it just enough to pass the class. So I have some kind of authority here. Uh, okay. that's, a, that's That's roughly what the movie was about. I could oh, yeah. be completely fucking wrong. Don't at me. I don't care. Um, yeah, but that movie was, uh, it was fucking really great, man. Taika Waititi okay. has just like, just exploded these last couple of years, man. And he deserves it. Who is this? Uh, he was the director of this movie. He also directed um, like a lot of the Flood of the Concord stuff. He did, um, he did the latest Thor movie. He's the uh, he's the robot in uh, the Mandalorian. Oh, oh, okay. So he's what's his name? Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti, and yeah. he's the voice of the robot in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. That's like his smallest credit. More like the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, got him! Fuck. Got him! God. That show, that fucking, everybody's just like running around. I'm like, honestly, you guys are tripping. If you guys aren't all up on Watchmen like this, then you guys are messing up because The Mandalorian, I don't know. Everybody keeps trying to tell me, well, you got to watch the last episode. You got to watch the last episode. It's great. It's like, I shouldn't have to wait to the very last episode to be excited at all about this thing. I gave it a chance for the very first couple true. episodes. Very true. I gave, I gave it a chance. It wasn't even going anywhere. It was just like, Oh, so he's got this baby and they go and he's really shitty at taking care of the baby. And like <laughs> there's getting into all these fights and stuff the whole time. But it just seems boring. Nothing about it really made me like, oh, man, this is great. Well, they've you know? always so, got a, 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 you know, a baby MacGuffin there with them. So it's like, oh, if the fight ever gets a little bit too crazy, they're like, oh, yeah, baby Yoda's space powers. Which is yeah. fixes everything. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, it's worth watching. I, 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 I think by the end of the season, I'm like, okay, it balanced out to B, B minus, you know, worth okay. watching. But I'm definitely not excited to fucking come and talk about this because the show is just kind of okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it easily created the biggest or the like the most popular like little fad 
trendy, uh, you know, icon, I guess. Like Baby Yoda is probably the most popular thing in pop culture this of this year, for sure. Yeah, you know, that was also done like by committee, like all this shit, spreadsheets. It's the same shit as the Oscar things. It's all politics, man. They know they're selling fuckloads of Baby Yoda what do, stuffed animals. What do people like? What do people like? Nostalgia. Yoda. What else do people with like? This golden ratio that's exactly <laughs> this percentage of their head and these specific noises. Like, it's so transparent, but it works. No, it's like, it's cute what as What do fuck. people? What do people like? Babies. What do people who hate babies like? Yoda. All right, baby Yoda. We're gonna go ahead and just meet them in the middle somewhere and just fucking have everybody love it. Can, <laughs> Everybody's gonna go crazy. Can you give me a job? Uh, Disney? <laughs> Baby Yoda. I'm a, you were in the room. There's no way you can know that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I fucking can't wait to see what they come up with next, you know? Poor BB-8, though. He just, like, got fucking pushed to the, into the, like, shadows, though, because he's just, like, he was the cute little thing for, like, a short while, and then now it's just, like, Baby I mean, Yoda they even tried to up. replace him in the last movie. And I don't think it really oh, took really? hold, because I don't remember that other little robot and nobody else really seems to care. Right. Like but they're all past. I that enjoyed shit now. it. That was one of the fucking funniest things to me. It was just no thank you. Yeah, so I have still yet to see the uh, the last Star Wars, the Rise of Scar is it Rise of Skywalker? Oh yes. Then I oh. totally uh uh yeah, there's a new character that comes in. It's cool. You don't I I'm You're not I missing much. It's you. not yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not like, uh, you know, I know it's sacrilege to be pretty much saying this, but I'm kind of over Star Wars, dude. Just dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, uh, it's not doing it for me. We need new Two or three of the new... movies total were good, we're... you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I know that a go lot back of and watch them. Doing... <laughs> a yeah. lot of them are hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. But, yeah. you know, it's fun to have these, like, shitty things we talk about i'm glad game of thrones exists even if it fucking sucked because it was fun to talk about for a little while you know it was good for a good while for a good it was good for longer than it was bad and i think i think yeah, that the, i'd say it was just just teetering on that edge there but i think that the battle of the bastards was probably the best battle i've ever seen in uh a battle uh an episode for for any shows like it was that pretty but like good. A, yeah that one was very satisfying. Uh, and, you know, some of the more monumental uh, episodes like the, the Red Wedding and the uh, Mountain they, versus they the They definitely Viper have cemented one. themselves as, like, worthy of, um, you know, their, their place in history. I think it's just going to take some time to get past, like, the bad taste that was left in everybody's mouths from the way they ended the whole thing. Sure. And their fucking... Yeah they're fully admitting to having no idea what they were doing the whole time and basically bluffing their way into a job at HBO to make this show, which <laughs> in its own way is a little bit, it's like, okay, like that's how you make white privilege work for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I got to respect the artistry in that. Cause it's like, <laughs> Oh man, there's a lot of people that got it, but like, can you fucking con a whole like studio into building a franchise that ends up being huge and you have no idea what you're doing, but you built it off the writing of somebody else? Like, yeah, it's pretty masterful, you know, mm -hmm. in that like, I'll agree. It, it, it does. It does take a little bit of talent to like, you know, 
be Elvis, even though you stole everything about your act and your swagger and shit like that. You still have to pull it off. You know, I can still be impressed at that level. You know what I mean? Nah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. fuck. You sound kind of funny. Uh, wait, what? You ca- you were kind of sounding funny there for a second. Oh. Like it was robotic and shit. Like you were you were transforming into fucking R2 or something. Oh, yeah. No, I was, actually. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm more comfortable doing these interviews in, uh, in robot face. I paint everything silver. So, I kind of have this little <laughs> modulation in my voice. Yeah, it's a thing. Luckily, these so aren't So is anything video. coming out? Anything coming out to look for, though, that you've seen? Because oh, I definitely man. haven't been paying attention. Um, fucking no. It, it's, I mean, it's the dead period right now for all media. Uh, basically, nobody makes anything new from, like, you know, mid-December on through right around now. Things start to come back. So I've just been, like, we've been watching old shit, just catching up on stuff. I've been watching a ton of... Why uh, is that? Because uh, I you know everybody's just consumed with the holidays and things like that. Their minds aren't here. If they were to, if you if you came out with a movie on, uh, you know, December thirty first, who the fuck's gonna go see that on that day? Right. You know. So they kind of wait. They know that's why the summer. You know, when kids are out of school and stuff like that, that's when all the biggest you know blockbuster movies come out and shit. And I think a lot of like you know the good TV tends to be you know, during fall and stuff like that. So yeah, everybody's got their schedules and things like that. But right now is always famously kind of dead. So we've been going through, realize that the adult swim app doesn't need any kind of login to like watch everything. So we just been like watching random shit and find. Oh yeah. It's always been like that. Yeah, of course. Except it does kind of like, it's a really shittily run um, platform. It doesn't like, I don't know. Does it freeze a lot for you or like just stop in Oh yeah, episodes all the time. Or also, it's like the volume you have to turn. I have to like turn Alexa up when the actual show is on, and then it'll just like scare the shit out of me because as soon as it goes to commercial, it's like oh, it blasts it up way, decibels. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just like bro, you're like whoa, whoa, calm down. But I do like the little like things that they say. Like if it does, it's like oops, something fucked up on our end. Like yeah, well, it'll be fixed soon or maybe not. Whatever, <laughs> maybe try back. Like it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. yeah, they have everything. They they've got a lot of great shit on there. Have you uh, started watching Primal yet? The one that I recommended before. Fucking dude. Okay, I it's it's on. <laughs> I talked about watching it the other day, and I did not get to it yet. And then as I was looking here, I have it written down still from the last couple times. Primal Adult Swim. I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna ask about this <laughs> now because I'm about to talk about all this shit. Yeah, no, I have <laughs> not seen it yet. Sorry. It's all good. It's not something, it's not comedic. It's just something that I think you guys might appreciate watching together, you and Brie, uh, while you're just hanging out. It's, it's in between like, and it's like land before time meets Samurai Jack. Yeah. You know, no, um, that's, that's and, kind of our show. We're just liking weird shit, you know? Right. Yeah. We're watching, um, uh, well, a lot, a lot of old space ghosts and stuff like that. Um, space ghost is cool. It, I, I, I think space that, ghost. no, right. Um, uh, Fucking twelve ounce mouse fucking cracks me up. Uh, Space Dandy, that's the new one that we found. That's like fucking great. You ever heard of this shit? Space Dandy. Space Dandy. No. Oh man, no. it's so dumb. It's just like uh, it's there like there's so many shows on there I have not seen or heard of. <laughs> yeah, 
it's this uh it looks like it's like an anime uh kind of thing from like 2014 about this like like he almost looks like a like a 50s 60s like greaser kind of dude like with this like pompadour mm-hmm. and shit like that and he just goes around all fa- being all fabulous in space and fucking trying to pick up chicks and hunt aliens and shit like that and it's it's so he's like the johnny bravo of space yeah oh fuck that's a great like yeah yeah it's johnny bravo in space okay yeah i'll have i'll have to check that out it's pretty great space i don't know Gandhi. i'm usually really happy to watch these but um yeah and yeah. then they have like all those like general hospitals and like random like uh Oh, they just came out with a Netflix one. Uh I saw that I was happy for um, uh, Medical Police. Did you catch that yet? Oh. Uh so is that an adult swim original thing originally or It's a spin-off that... of Children's Hospital. Children that's Children's Hospital, not General Hospital. Okay, that's what I'm that's what I was thinking of. Oh, I, okay, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't even make the connection that that's what you said. Totally. Uh I I know the I know those actors and uh I, I thought that when I saw the trailer for that yesterday, I was like, that kind of seems like that show on Adult Swim, but they're making, they made a movie of it, right? Wow. No, it's I'll a, it's it a series. Oh, it's is like it? eight or and nine episodes Netflix. or something like that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I was like, oh, that's okay. cool. They're branching out. They're kind of like doing, taking properties elsewhere to like get made. Right on. And it's still very much, it feels like it too. Just, it's incredibly dumb. And I enjoyed okay. it. I kind of was like half watching like the first few episodes and it was uh, funny. But, you know, there's also other shit going on at the time. That's how yeah. I like to consume TV. That's how I think a lot of people do. Just very high and looking at your phone half the time. So it's like, did we really that... watch it? Not really. But, you know, it was good. From what it's all. Too relatable. Oh, yeah. It, we all fucking do relatable. it. Too, too, too much. But, um, yes, okay. I well, – go ahead. I was going to say, I'm trying to be better about that. Trying to be at least recognizing in the moment when it's happened and just being present, being like, hey, you know what? Like, whatever is going on – like, if there's not a, a lull in what's going on on the screen, like, don't fucking pick up the phone, you know? It's just hard, man. They programmed us to I want know. to be on our phones. It's all crazy the time. we can know this and we still do it. Yeah. So I'm trying yes. to be better. Resolutions, yes. all that good stuff. Awesome. I got away from the phone for a little bit over the weekend, which is really nice. I went up to on Sunday with at David Appleby. We went up to uh, Shanty Flats up in the San Gabriel Mountains. Shanty and Flats. His, I I was trying to say it. All fucking fancy the way that like he said it like Chantry Flats. I always said Chantry because it's C H A N T R I, but he's it's, he says it like Chantry Flats. Oh, this <laughs> like, sounds like a like a band that I can't stand. <laughs> yeah, that, like you can't tell whether they're country or emo. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're kind of somewhere that, in the middle, and they're the worst of all worlds. Something that a lot of my friends would definitely be into, though, for some reason, and, <laughs> I, and I and I would make fun of them for it. But oh yeah, yeah, it's a it's a popular spot. Uh, Hermit Falls, if you've ever uh, gone, uh, it's a very popular. Um, I don't want to say cliff jumping because they're not like massive cliffs, but you know, jump from the rocks into the water out in uh, like a little swimming pool out there. Um, yeah, and, cliff jumping. Yeah, but it's just 
like I don't know. It feels weird because to me, a cliff is like big. These are like not like the Argentinian, most... like you know, hundred foot no, drops. Where no, they, like, not not through there. not even saying yeah, that. No. Yeah, but the but yeah. So I guess you could say cliff jumping in Hermit Falls. It's a really popular spot, and then they have Sturgeon. Sturt can never say this shit right. Sturgeon or Sturgevent. You should have fucking practiced before you started the story, man, because it sounds like you are just fucking this up left and right. Shantry and Sturgevent. It's dude. I swear the people that run Worcestershire actually by it's owned by the the land is owned by the Worcestershire sauce people. That's how they made their money. The Worcestershires. The Worcestershires, but it it there's like that other waterfall on the other side, and in the middle, David Appleby's uncle has a fucking cabin. Like as you're hiking along the trail down there you could just kind of like go up to his uncle's cabin and chill on his deck and we were just jamming playing guitar and we had brought recording equipment yeah it was dope uh and we brought our recording equipment and there was like this one pole just naturally sticking out of the ground so we duct taped the microphones to it and that was like and it was like right at the edge nature's boom where a hill yeah right as the edge where at the edge where a hill's rolling down and and going toward like this creek and then on the other side of the creek, there's the trail going up toward the waterfall that all these people are walking through. And so, like, they're just walking by and, like, looking at me, like, as I'm jamming out with uh, Appleby. I'm just like, thank you, Chantry Flats. Fucking, we're out of here. Good night. And then just like, <laughs> what? Like, put it on his show to them. And uh, some That's people awesome, dug it. Some, some people were like, what the fuck? But it was a great day to just get away with uh, from the phone. Um, I didn't even... I didn't use my phone. I think I like tried to take, I tried to duct tape my, my phone to this like pole too and like take a video, but it didn't even like, I was nowhere in the fucking frame at all. So <laughs> that was uh, a fail, but yeah, I didn't pay much mind to that and uh, just kept jamming. Stick. Exactly. And then, yeah, uh, came home and watched hereditary and fucking scared the shit out of myself. So, uh, well, that sounds like a lovely weekend. I'm kind of jealous. That's fucking, that sounds rad as shit, man. Yeah. Um, and this weekend's going to be pretty awesome because guess where I'm going? Where are you going? Uh, to the Nam show. Going to the Nam show. The, the man show? I, the, yes. Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla are All right. getting back together. Starting it up. We're getting we're getting the trampolines ready. <laughs> Ziggy zogging the fuck out of the day. Oh man. Girls on Girls on Trampolines. Yeah. No, it's uh the NAM show. Uh it's the biggest musicians uh merchants trade show in the world. Oh, oh, it's, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh you know, it used to be it's like one of the funnest weekends in my area it's actually right down the street at the anaheim convention center yeah it's where it goes down uh lots of cool stuff happens there you can see lots of celebrities although it's not generally open to the public you have to be invited by some sort of organization or you know work for yeah one of the you know retailers or or whatever um it's music's e3 yeah that's how it's referred to a lot okay and uh I, I used to work at Joe's Crab Shack, which was a couple blocks down the road. And so it was always a big time for us each year when Nam was going oh, on yeah. because Poppin', you sure. get all the musicians pop in there and you get to see some like every now and then, you know, nobody that's like a major, major celebrity. But like you'll you'll see some if you're 
you know, you, you'll see somebody from a band or a musician that you really are just like, oh my God, I can't believe that they're in here. And then they're buying drinks from you and you're kicking it with them and, you know, taking shots with them. And it's, it's freaking cool. Uh, What's your favorite story from that happening? Oh, shoot. Let's see. Do you remember the band Static X? Oh yeah. We saw like that guy. It it wasn't really heavy. I guess it was like heavy metal. Yeah, they're like uh, Static X. They were kind of like, or was it? Yeah, it was Static X. It's the guy with the big hair. Whatever the guy. Big ass hair. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know the look. Yeah. Okay, so I remember him the most. I'm trying to think of a story with somebody else from there though. That was shit. You know, at the top of my head, I can't think of any of those stories. But I I did have. Uh, drinks and shots with the guy who played guitar in um, the band. Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, this is one of those brain fart moments. They were like a big uh, living color. This is one of those, oh. Living, co- living color. Might right? have hit that like uh, joint just like one too many times. Yeah, it's been all day, really. Um, and it's been a piece. But uh, so that guy, there was also... Uh, there was also a couple like jazz musicians. Um, one of this guy's names, Abe. Um, fuck, dude. Yeah, maybe too many times for me to recall. <laughs> yeah, this Anyways, is going well. Oh, this man. is going swimmingly. <laughs> um, but hopefully this weekend it'll be much better when I go up to them and be like, "Oh, hey, it's a." Uh, 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 yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna remember their names, but um, I'll remember their faces. That's. I will just, I'm just come for. with the right energy, the right level of excitement. I'm sure they'll be pumped. They'll get the uh, the general idea of it, you know. And to be honest, that has nothing to do with it. Nobody goes to go meet the celebrities. They're going because you get to fucking play with all the coolest equipment that is out there, like the best, the newest, state of the art, top of the line, everything. I'm talking like rooms, massive halls full of every fucking instrument you could think of. Like there's a whole floor and big ass hall just for like, you know, brass instruments. And then there's another one for, you know, like there's like a whole entire level to this convention center full of guitars from all of the like a different room for each different uh, major, um, you know, merchant. So and it's it's not like. Guitar Center, where you go in and there's like a fifty percent chance there's some asshole who has no idea what he's doing behind the drums, just just bleeding out like uh, you know arrhythmic nonsense, right? Everybody there is industry, so they kind of know what they're doing. They're generally not yeah. picking it up without being able to hold any kind of rhythm or tune. So it's not like a but it's not like a, you know hearing a seventh grade uh, uh, you know class of uh, recorders all going off at the same time. Unless, of course, if you had little kids that usually rock out pretty fucking cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, everybody's there. And I think that, for me, that was kind of more of the intimidating. If you have kids and you're going to bring them there, make sure they're cool. If they suck, fucking just (laughs) leave them at home. You know if your kid sucks. Yeah, You just know. If they're a little fucking wiener and they want to fucking play with the oboes, you tell them no, okay? (laughs) They're going to be cool people there, and I can't have you fucking harsh my mellow, little dude. That's gonna probably stand be up me, to, to be honest. Stand up to I'm your kids. I'm probably gonna be the fucking take away from today. It's stand up to your kids. <laughs> I, I'm gonna terrorist. probably be. 
I'm probably going to be the wiener fucking up the oboe. Because <laughs> that just sounds like a fun thing for me to go try. Well, I want to go try all these instruments that I never... I'm going to try to find a fucking sitar. You better Somebody go with better that have a sitar. energy, you know? And just yeah. really carry it. Something that, like, yeah. a, a child could not really pull off. Uh, now I trust you to oboe the fuck out of some oboes. I don't know what the verb is. What do you do with an oboe? You swing it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally sure. I'm not a musician, but I, yeah. I I believe in your ability to fucking not make a fool of yourself, like fucking right. Timmy. <laughs> fucking Timmy, oh, idiot. Damn it, Timmy. Fucking Timmy. I bought my last drum set there, uh, the electronic drum set that's been sitting in your garage until this Saturday for the hey. past three years. Yeah, I that, feel like I, we, I feel like we both deserve a round of applause for like accomplishing a very small uh, like uh, errand that we've been like putting off for like the better part of a year. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's these little Give victories. You gotta take them the where back. you can. Yeah. Like so when you fucking clean s- your room and you're just like, "Damn, I did good today. I can smoke weed and fuck off for the rest of the day." Totally. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm going to do as soon as we're done with this. And that's what I've been doing this whole time. Motherfucker, actually. like you haven't been doing that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's that. If I'm you glad you noticed. Totally. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's my weekend. Uh, I'm excited not only because do I get to do that, but I it's like a big part. It's like all of my festival friends or like my my music industry friends that I party with and go to uh events with are also going to be there now because we got our tickets through our friend cody who is just like yo on facebook who wants a pass let me know your to comment with your email address and your full name as it is on your id right now and then like we all got i I, like just gave it to him not really thinking i was gonna get it but i just got this email and it's like you're going to the nam show oh that's fucking dope dope does it yeah so does it cost money you know, in the past, you couldn't buy tickets. The, the general public wasn't able but to buy usually, tickets. Like, you had to be invited. Yeah, usually, though, the people who are there and get tickets, like, they have to pay for it. And usually it's not cheap. Yeah, and... Um, I'm basing this I, off of E3. I don't know how NAM works, but uh, it sounds like Cody hooked up, uh, hooked you guys up with the corporate account, man. And I respect Oh, absolutely that. did. Yeah. Absolutely did. And uh, so shout out to Cody for that. Thank you Cody's very much. Cody's got a secure job. So we're going to be fucking around and they're going to be messing with all the DJ stuff that they know about. Cause I, that stuff is like, uh, you know, might as well be, you know, trying to like be a mechanic for a spaceship. I don't know how to operate it. It's all <laughs> weird. It's all like, what the fuck does this button do? There's just too many options. I'm a very simple person. You give me six strings on a thing and give me Keep about it simple, 20 man. Years. Oboe or go home. As, yeah, as you always say. And, yeah. Give me six strings in 20 years and I'll learn how to play something. That's what I <laughs> fucking, that's where I'm at right now. I, I'm, I'm, six I'm strings, right at the 10 point. bucks, 20 years. I will fucking have that <laughs> shit down pat. Yeah. Try I got me. a little rhythm. Go. Got a little bit of rhythm. Going, oh so. man. I love that. Yeah. What about you? What, what's going on this week? Oh Phil? man. Well, this weekend actually is the uh, third annual orange County women's March going on in Santa Ana. And so I've actually been working with uh, my local little advocacy group, uh, organizing a uh, uh, we bus people from the Huntington Beach uh, Library on down to there. Show up in huge numbers, especially right now, because this is the year 
where we really have got to put the work in that like everything rides on 2020. I've talked about it before. I've talked about it on this show fucking endlessly and I will not stop talking about it until uh, we get the motherfucker out of office. But hey, if people want to come out and beat the pavement, want to come as a show of force, you want to do your first tangible thing for the year, please, please join us uh, with the huddle, the HB huddle. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook um, and you can find information for this Saturday's uh, uh, Women's March thing. I think we're uh, we're collecting a little bit of money, like uh, 20 bucks for the ticket, but it's nice because you all get in a bus, you're with everybody, everybody brings signs and shit like that. I'm going to be out there uh, uh, filming a lot of it. And um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. It's good to be surrounded by that energy especially if the news gets you down i know it happens to some people more than others especially those of us who mainline it like myself um but you know it's impossible to avoid and it's impossible to uh not get sad and not get scared looking at you know there's a whole continent on fire and there's all this uh you know about to I mean, Iran's uh, enriching uranium again. Uh, we've got a debate going on tonight. Like, everything is just coming at us so fast. This year has not fucking let up for a minute. We made it all the way to January 2nd before shit just hit the fan at Mach 10. So, yeah, that's what I got going on this weekend. That's uh, also what I would uh, encourage everybody else to uh, come join us. Come check it out. I'll throw a link to it in the uh, description for the episode as well. Right on. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty awesome. So speaking of which though, uh, with the fires, did they, was there any more, do you, have you been following that or, or what's going on over there? I mean, in Australia, I mean the, um, the fires are, I mean, they're, they're fucking massive and they're going to go on for months more. I know there was, right. Uh, last week, there's a little bit of good news that they got some rain, so that was helping in some areas. But, I mean, these fires are, I mean, we can't even fathom the scope of this. I, I have some stuff actually set aside just in case anybody is really trying to get the picture here that doesn't quite understand how fucking bad uh, this whole situation is. I mean, right. losing a billion animals by uh, most... Uh, most accounts now. Um, so here, here's here's uh, some some things that I pulled from some articles uh, before last week. So some of this information is a little dated. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, for people not from... Uh, okay, so more Aussie land is currently burning than exists in the entire country of Belgium. That's a fun fact. Uh, the smoke is causing breathing problems in New Zealand 2,000 kilometers away. Half a billion animals have been killed. That number, I think, has gone up. And eight people are dead. Pretty sure that number has gone up a lot, too. Um, One-seventh of the state of Victoria is on fire. Uh, the fire front in the state of New South Wales is so long that if you made a straight line, it would stretch from Sydney to Afghanistan. The fires are being fought by volunteers. The Australian government, they have their own kind of Trump thing going on there. And the fucking, you know, it's, it's been disastrous. Um, oh, here's another fun one. Uh, while the country faced catastrophic fire warnings, uh, and so people weren't allowed to have barbecues, the cities all had fireworks displays, and one in Adelaide that, very unsurprisingly, caused a, another brush fire. Millions were spent on these, but not to pay the volunteer firefighters. 
And it is true that Australia has brush fires nearly every year, but the sheer scale of this event is unprecedented, as well as the fact that the fire season is now so long that typical preventative initiatives, such as backburning, are way too dangerous. And the devastation in Australia right now far exceeds the, exceeds the Amazon fires or the, Calif- the California fires by many orders of magnitude. And there is no expectation that it will recede for at least several more months. In parts of Sydney, breathing the air is equivalent to a pack of cigarettes. Panic build, or public buildings have been forced to close in Sydney, in the capital, Canberra, because the smoke is concent- <laughs> concentrating in the ventilation systems and is setting off building fire systems. The average temperature across the entire country has been above 105 degrees Fahrenheit. Australia is roughly the size of the size of the contiguous United States. So imagine if being that temperature on average anywhere in the country, like it's crazy. And that fire front, imagine an unbroken line of fire stretching from New York to LA, then back to New York, then heading back to LA and getting at least as far as Indiana. That's the fire front in just one state. So, wow. yeah. Shit is pretty fucking gnarly over there, man. And well, so I read somewhere that there was also like 80 arsonists that they had picked up and arrested for that. Has there been any further talk or investigation on that? Well, I mean, okay, I know that the, the general idea was that it was like global warming that started it, but then there started to pop up all of these arsonists and it kind of raised, there was this whole other crazy article shit that I was reading about all this. Like it was definitely some conspiracy theory sounding stuff, but um, I was just curious to know if there was anything that actually transpired from, or actually like found out more about uh, the arsonists. Well, the Australian government, like they're, I mean, they're so in the, um, uh, fucking, okay. How do I describe this? All right. Cause I don't have this, uh, directly in front of me so i'm not reading off anything but it's um they've got their own kind of trump thing going on there this giant uh, mm. almost global phenomenon of far right uh, figures rising to prominence and especially over there in australia which is where uh you know the murdochs are from and news corp aka fox news has gigantic footholds over there so climate nihilism is a big big thing it's a fucking pastime over there right and they refused to refer to uh, climate change in any of their coverage or refer to it in their response. And then they got all gung-ho about arsonists. And it was largely um, a transparent uh, attempt to uh, deflect from the topic of climate change because their prime minister is a fucking doddering buffoon who's like been golfing and going on vacation and shit like that. Um, in the middle of all this stuff and just, uh, you know, doing and saying the absolute most, you know, insensitive stuff you can. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, okay. His, his quip. I knew I had this one uh, queued up ready to go. Um, after learning that two people had been killed, he, the Australian prime minister quipped, well, it was okay because they probably voted green, which was their other, uh, their opposite, uh, party there. Um, yeah, no. It, it, so, in large part, and, I, and I've seen, um, you know, a lot of uh, conservative media kind of seize on the whole narrative of this being arsonist and things like that, as if that really fundamentally changes the fact that climate change is what set the stage for all of this. You know, arsonists can set right. fire, sure, um, but the stage was ready for there to be gigantic uh, brush fires, you know? Right. I mean, fuck, I wouldn't put it past them to, like 
not uh if they had any kind of evidence, some kind of, even if it was flimsy to, you know, make this up, but I, I'm just conjecturing. That's not based on anything. The point is, you know, arsonists or not, this was the effect of climate change. It's not like if there hadn't been any, assuming that there even was arsonists, if there hadn't been any arsonists that this wouldn't have happened, it's very well, like the stage is prime for that. I mean, shit, they said they, they set off a fucking fireworks display that uh, set a bunch of stuff on fire too. So it's like, yeah, the whole arson arson line of conspiracy this to me has thing. been not not so much a conspiracy theory, but a distraction. A massive well, kind of there was definitely a of lot of stuff that was there was a lot. So my buddy posted this thing that about because he was questioning it and um saying that there's there was this article before they even found any arsonist that obviously prior to uh, supposedly them finding arsonists would have come off to anybody as uh, this just crazy conspiracy theory because they were showing like the actual uh, map of where the fires were and how there's like this whole scheme that's going on over there like this what like basically trying to say that it's a new world order agenda of trying to like there were some pretty crazy things in there and it was a dot com website so I wasn't like taking it too, you know, too seriously, but there were a lot of external links. And the thing is, it's just like a lot of the stuff that goes on over here where it's just these fucking people that can create and make up stories and they take the time to like make these things up and put them into these articles to make them seem legit and get people to believe them. And and, and all of this- It's literally the same media apparatus. Fucking Fox News started in Australia, you know? Yeah. the genesis of it anyway like that doesn't that doesn't kind of that doesn't surprise me you know yeah i i think i think we're all kind of uh you know collectively learning getting more savvy with how we take in information and i think uh it, it, at least i don't know how we really fix this problem but i do see people for the most part i think wising up i, I think anybody who who I identify as a competent person who, who I don't, I don't know exactly how to uh, define it, but most people I know or I think are savvy enough to look at freedom eagle dot, uh, you know, NZ and, uh, you know, look at its claims and say, okay, this is, seems kind of like a lot of crazy horse shit. You know, I think, right. I think people are naturally uh, more skeptical than that. And I think there's a lot of people, of course, that want to believe what they want to believe. And there's ultimately not a whole lot you can do for those people. But yeah, no, it is it is really crazy kind of just to watch all of these things in motion. I mean, hell, just looking at the way social media gets manipulated by robots and stuff like that, too. I mean, looking at, uh, you know, the way certain things trend or the way the way people are attempting to pull levers and influence conversations at scale with all this stuff i mean it's a lot to pay attention to man it's a lot to kind of sift through and ultimately uh we all just got to kind of hone that bullshit detector we've got to we've got to you know keep our own sensibility sharp to identify the you know the chaff the fucking bullshit that is the australian brush fire was a new world order conspiracy and not Oh hey, this is uh, climate change in action uh, affecting us now in 2019, and we need to do gigantic, gigantic things 
to avoid, I mean, it can always get worse. That's the thing, you know? This is very much our presence, and this will be our future, uh, looking like Australia. I'm sure in our lifetimes, we'll probably see California probably fucking basically burn down. Um, but it can get worse, and yeah, that doesn't mean, like, oh man. See, as we're, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I wish I fucking had it in front of me. But I was watching something or listening to something earlier this week that was talking about the latest climate reports and saying that, like, actually, it's looking like there's, man, I think the the bad news of the headline was that, like, there's nothing that we can do to avoid, like, another 1.5 degrees of warming or something like that. But it was that, like, basically, we've done so much in the last 20 years it actually paints a more hopeful picture for what real effort now towards decarbonization could actually accomplish. Like it could put us in a better spot than we had thought before. And that's what's, uh, that's what's tough. You know, it's, it's, it's all imprecise and there's things that do come up that we weren't expecting, but shit, it was enough to kind of give me a little bit of hope this week. I'm just knowing that 2020 is going to be the year where we're all going to have to work our asses off to I mean, make our cities, make our country, make the world just a little bit more habitable to live in before we fucking lose it all. So, yeah, I don't know. Get out there. Fight. Come join me at the Women's March this weekend. All right? Let's do something. Right on. Well, yep. so let's wrap it up here. Go ahead. We already hear what we've got going on. We have Art in the Park coming up on uh, the 26th this month. It's going to be the last month, uh, last Sunday of this month instead of the third, as it usually is. Um, so come check it out. It's 2020 vision. Uh, pretty simple, basic, you know, just come out and hang out and let's dance and enjoy the first art in the park of the decade. Fuck yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, you could always find me at hood rat stuff with three F's, um, and psychedelic lions den, uh, let it bleed cast at, uh, Instagram and fucking like us or on Spotify, like us, share us. And I'm just going to let Phil take it. You're getting better. You're getting better. Yes. Facebook, get, Twitter, get Instagram, at little bleed cast on all social media. You can find us there. And then you can find me at nobody cares, Phil on Instagram and at Phil, nobody cares on Twitter, where if you want to, you know, watch me get angry in real time at the way that CNN fucking conducts these debates and how they, every question is designed in a way that shit on Bernie. Uh, if you want to watch me losing my shit, uh, probably at the next one. Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. You get fun stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I hate that shit. Well, anyways, yeah, don't let that fucking all that nonsense try to coerce you from the fact that Bernie's the man. Uh, and if you disagree, then just try to be open-minded and look what the guy has done. He's a fucking gangster, and he does have a chance. And let's beat that fucking yeah. guy. That I mean, I mean, thing, shit, man. That... Right now, Bernie Sanders is the front runner. I'm getting very excited at the possibility of a fucking, you know, getting to go around. And probably it'll be our job to talk to a lot of people and say, hey, here's all this crazy shit that you have heard about this guy. Here's what he really thinks. Here's why exactly. he would be the best uh, 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 president for you and your family. Yeah. It's very important because a lot of people are definitely very, very highly misinformed at both ends of the spectrum uh, about Bernie Sanders as well. So, um, yeah, 
I'm excited uh, and and really happy happy for for where he's at and uh, got some some good hope. So, anyways, thank you all for tuning in. As always, listening to us ramble and talk, not even drunkenly anymore. Maybe I should drink a little bit again so that I could, you know, actually fucking know what I'm going to be saying. But uh, thank you. We love you. As always, let it breathe.